Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Specialization is something that uh, is not new to the NFL, but increasing specialization that kind of develops different uh, animals at different positions now. It, that's It's getting interesting, Max, because, you know, Mike Tomlin referred to how specialization for slot receivers and those work I'm mirroring on the other side of the defense how that has kind of evolved you know Mike Hilton such a uh, an excellent blitzer or you know a, a run heavy guy that you want at the nickelback and then you know Cam Sutton more of a a pass heavy nickelback uh, such as they they started off a couple you know a couple of years ago well it's it's increasing i mean the the run the the pass heavy versus the run heavy Nickelback is a, a area of specialization that is really becoming a, a, a normal thing in the NFL. No, it, it is becoming more and more because of the prevalence, right, of 11 personnel. You've got to have that guy who can kind of hybridize and kind of give you the oh, best. Oh, that's of an excellent worlds. word, hybridize. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. One. Yeah, no, it, it's all good. You know, I, listen, I got a million of them. Don't worry. <laughs> Highly I, technical I terms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you, you need those individuals who, who can play. Long gone are the days where you can have a big person play in all situations because, let's just face it, the skill level of the opponent has increased that much, right? The speed, they're that much faster. They're that much more nimbler. You know, you can't have a linebacker on tight ends, especially if they're split out now because that means that tight end can run. Yes. You know, think of Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, right, who was drafted last year to the Falcons. Like, these guys become weapons and they're natural mismatches for an average linebacker. Look at how we struggled. Remember when we tried to do it last year Mm -hmm. with Robert Spillane? You know, you have to be able to have that guy who has the speed but also has enough size that he's not going to get turned, you know, he's he's not going to get blown up at the point of attack when a running back comes, but also fast enough to run with that tight end or that slot receiver that you're going to have. Because more often than not, if they're putting him in the slot, they're trying to create that mismatch in the first place. So, you know, what Mike Hilton was able to provide and what we're seeing now, right, Chico Allen as well, you know, these different positions, you know, and now DeMonte Casey's one of those guys we're looking at right now, along with Terrell Edmonds and Minka to kind of give a three-safety type of look, but nickel. But you also look at Arthur Millette. Right. Arthur Millette is a willing combatant. Yes. He, he he does not shy away at confrontation 
especially playing that slot position. So you have to look at these different types of body types. Now, it can't be your traditional slim nickel that comes in and he's just a guy who can run. He's under, just as undersized as a slot guy because teams are like, well, we can run on him, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then when you have the big guy, it's like, oh, we've got to pass on this guy. This dude, this dude's move. They, they, they made a mistake. They did not sub out the personnel. Apparently, they, they didn't do their homework. So now you're trying to find those different ways of keeping base-like fronts so that you can be good against the run and the pass now. You know, it's, well, first of all, you know, Slim Nickel, I thought it almost sounded like a blues guy, doesn't it? Hey, man. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. The blues man cometh. Hey. Yeah, Slim Nickel. Hey, hey, we're, hey, we're headed to Nashville. Let's go listen to Slim Nickel tonight, Will. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, but it's yeah. like you talk about, you know, this specialization. You know, you got the Arthur Millette, the Miles Killebrew, those guys that are a little bit bigger that play run heavy down stuff, you know, and I, I like, yeah. I really like Miles Killebrew. We haven't seen him as much. Arthur Millette, we've seen, and he got a little bit doinked up there, but, you know, his ability to, to play in that run heavy situation. And also, we saw him blow up a screen, doing a great job of blowing up a screen, beating the man to the spot. Those type of things are important. The three safety thing is intriguing because that, that's been around a little while. That was back in your day. They had three safeties. Uh, I, I remember uh, um, Coach LeBeau. Coach LeBeau was, uh, you know, would go with a, a bigger, kind of a bigger nickel type thing. And, uh, he, he, and, you know, and even moving Troy into the linebacker spot at one period of time. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, I, I do remember that. And Troy was one that was, that, that was, you know, you think about Troy playing in that slot. Well, Troy could play anywhere on the field. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Let's, let's just, let's just. I already put that out there. He's an outlier, but yeah, floating Troy down into the slot, allowing RC to kind of have Ryan Clark or Chris Hope allow them the latitude on the back end um, to be able to cover up for whatever Troy was thinking or whatever <laughs> Troy had to drop down in the box. Uh, um, but at the same time, you still you sacrifice something, right? You know, right. Troy is a guy you want like a Minka to be a free ranging rover. You don't want to have to depend on him to have a specific assignment in the past game. And I think that's ultimately why it was like, all right, we need that. That's when you have to go get a Will Gay, right? Cause Willie Gay was that guy that came down in the slot allowed for Troy to do more things, uh, you know, outside of that. And then of course, when, when Al, Will Allen came, so, you know, you, you, you want, and you play with those things because you're like, I want my best athlete in a position to be successful. And a guy that we don't have to worry about is a liability in the run or the pass. He's, he's good at both, but at the same time, you want to find other guys because, those outliers, like a Troy Palomalu, like a Minka, you want right. to let them do what they do because when they do it, good things happen for a defense and bad things happen to offenses. No question about it. Uh, again, the hyper-specialization that's come along is it's really fascinating. I mean, you look at the nose tackle. The nose tackle has gone the way of, I don't know, clogs and the, – the, uh, you know. the fullback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good point. Really, the, yeah. the fullback and, and the nose tackle have both gone the way of bell bottoms and clogs and eight-track uh, cassettes, you know, um, yeah. or tape decks, whatever you call it. I can't even remember now. Was, <laughs> boy, I'm, I'm getting old. I'm getting old, man. Hey, hey, hey just, just, just turn on your Spotify, Wolf. Just turn on your Spotify. As long as, you're not grabbing like a, as long as you're not grabbing like a Zoom player to play your music, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we're good. Uh, now, but you, you think about the manifestation of the three safety stuff, okay? Then, you know, even, even with, you know, the run heavy, pass heavy, nickel 
sort of stuff. The specialization just seems to keep creeping into the NFL more and more and more. I mean, think about it. Chuck Bednarik was the last of the two-way players, you know, way back oh, when, absolutely. you know, Concrete Charlie. Well, I mean, and, and that's the thing is that, you know, you look at it and you say this game has become that specialized, that you have to have individuals that play their positions on each side of the ball. But at the same time, you still have to have that flexibility because you're still looking for hybrid guys. You know, a guy right. who is as, bi- is as big as a safety, but, you know, but runs like a cornerback. Yes. A linebacker who can run like a DB, but hits like, like an old school Mike, right? You know, yep. he hits like Jack Lambert. He hits, right. he hits hard like an Andy Ross. You know, you're looking for all of those type of things, but then you have guys that are just edge pass rush specialists, right? Edge rushers. Like, what position is an edge rusher on a, on a team? That's a defensive end. That's outside linebacker. Yeah. Why are you – but these guys are so specialized. Okay, now you're saying I only need you for third downs <laughs> or known passing situations. That, that's the only thing your job can do. No, you've got to have that flexibility. And I think that's something that, yes, we know how important it is to rush the passer, right? We're, being, being the reigning king for the last five years, right, in the Pittsburgh Steelers, of, nobody rushes the pass, passer better than us. Um, but at the same time, how do, you, how do you set the edge in the run game? That matters just as much to a guy. So you have more of position flexibility within your defined role. And I think that's also what you're looking at. Even as you hyper-specialize, you still can – you, can you block the run and pass? I don't want a guy that just does one, one or the other. I need both of those things. And that's what we're starting to see is that as specialized as you get, you still want to have guys who have flexibility because guess what? The opponent can change their mind at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> opponent has an audible. <laughs> yes. If he doesn't like the numbers and he doesn't like it when it goes in motion, kill, 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 right? Alert, alert, alert. Right. You, you have all these other things, and you don't want to have a run guy in there with, with, with a guy who's running a streak route. That's that, true. That's, 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 that's no good. Or deep over, right? Yeah. That's where you start to get in trouble. So you have to have some flexibility within that position. I think the three safety look get, affords you that opportunity when you put three guys because you have the personnel. I, I, I will put this disclaimer out, Wolf. You have the personnel to do it. So you have individuals who can do these things. You don't just put three safeties out there because a guy has an S next to his name. Yeah. <laughs> Say, do it. <laughs> well, Guys have to demonstrate that they can do it. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, again, the three safety look. Since we're we're kind of getting, you know really coming on to this, you know that really to me it highlighted the value of Terrell Edmonds in the box. You know, I mean, I think that was this this presents an idea why they resigned him because his his value as is a top end guy. It's still substantial, but it's not the same as what he can do in the box. You know, I mean, he to me. Watching him make some of the plays like he did against Jacksonville, crashing down from the end of the line, being able to sneak down from you know being in the second level to end of line, then come off the edge whether he's in hot pursuit or whether it's coming at him and he's he's crashing the the you know the taking on the lead blocker, what have you. He's capable of handling that and doing it. Yeah, and, and that and that's what you want to continue to foster, right? What are our options? Because Terrell Edmonds is a guy. And it is in his DNA because we see his, bro- his, his brother do it. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. So we know that – and you train with him in the offseason. So we know that you have it there. It's just, okay, are you always willing? I mean, because this is also something that you have to worry about a guy's ego and mental state. 
if we're asking you to drop into the box a lot more, you know, how are you going to take that? And DeMonte Casey is the one that's kind of a little bit deeper, right? And Minka gets right. kind of free flow. So you, as long as guys understand their roles and they're okay with those things and they embrace it, then it could be a great thing. And I think that's what we're, we're kind of seeing the, the, the beginning stages of this. But, right, you have to have that buy-in. You've got to have guys willing to want to come in and do that. And I think Terrell is, is a fantastic tackler in the box, right? He has great instincts yes. and a great ability. I mean, you got, you got linebacker in your DNA and you got fullback. I mean, if any of that osmosis hits you, that makes for a good guy who could drop in the box and be a backer but can also cover and run. No question about it. And one of the things that, we, you know, in, in talking about this whole three safety thing, one of the things, the elements that I think and positive pluses that can come out of this, and we've talked about this before, was getting Minka back to freewheeling a little bit, using that samurai sixth sense, you know, being able to get himself in positions where the ball finds him rather than him always seeking the ball because he had that knack. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, when you are preoccupied with coming up and making plays at the line of scrimmage when you're 20 yards deep, you know, that then suddenly it's not so much about, you know, being in position for a fumble for an interception somehow being able to get a hand on a ball it's more about coming up and having to tackle and I remember one of the greatest examples was uh, a game last year when Minka was like 15 18 yards from the line of scrimmage and they ran an off tackle and he stopped the the running back for almost no gain coming up from his position at the safety I mean people don't realize just how much a green you got in front of you when you have an alley like that and you're you're tracking down some NFL type back that's an extremely difficult situation and yet to see him make that play at the line of scrimmage and be able to do so forcefully bringing him down with great tackling and and knowing that you know having him fill that hard is also going to be a situation that can hurt you if you get play action and things of that nature and you're you have a bent towards stopping the run that can be problematic no it, it can be and i think that's what you have to kind of always be cognizant of is where where's the sacrifice being made true you know where 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 what, what am i sacrificing when i put this personnel group out here and knowing what the worst case scenario is but also knowing what the best outcome could be you know, sometimes they play right into your hands. <laughs> and sometimes yeah, that's true. It's like it's like, gosh, they 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 exploited us right in the moment. It's almost like they videotaped our practices. Hello, New England. <laughs> Anyways, oh, um, oh, who oh, said that? oh, oh, did who I say that? that? Oh, oh, did my that go, was that a live mic? <laughs> oh, we're on this thing. This, this thing works. Okay, my bad. Okay, a thousand apologies. <laughs> <laughs> don't need yeah. no stinking apologies for that yeah yes but i mean but th but that that's kind of what you're always i mean every time you put a personnel grouping out you have to think best case scenario worst case scenario and hopefully we fall somewhere in the middle to make sure that at least most of our bases we're not gonna have all the bases covered right because that's right. the idea of offensive scheming against whatever defense and they're putting a play out there that they feel is optimal for whatever you're going to show them but at the same time trying to mitigate that damage and that's that's where that's where you have defensive players step up play above and beyond you have a tj watt 
right? If you're in a passing situation and you know that corner, you know, has no help or a single high, right? As, as, right. as we always say, single high, let it fly, right? Right. And Correct the mundo. can the pass rush get to him before the corner breaks down? Or if it is a run, can that safety fill after, after the last block? Can he be unblocked and meet the guy in the hole for a minimal gain? Like that, the, so it's always damage mitigation, you know, on the defensive side because you're always at a more vulnerable position than an offense who gets to kind of dictate to you what they want to do. That's true. Yeah. You know, I, and again, with this heavy specialization that is occurring here, I keep, you know, you, it's kind of like you start looking for these hybrids. And a guy that, that I, I thought could be utilized a little bit more, and I'm not really understanding what, if anything, is holding him back other than, you know, I, you know, maybe himself, is, is Miles Killebrew. You know, and we've seen him, valued guy in the special teams, very valued guy, but also a guy that I thought was, is like Arthur Mullett, an NFL dude. There ain't no question in my mind this guy's NFL dude, uh, NFL capable. Um, but at the same time, I, I thought maybe we might see more of him being able to be participating in either a run-heavy nickel or maybe one of the three safeties. Yeah, and you wonder if it's either favor or somebody else has splashed and, you know, you've, your station's kind of been uh, minimized. Yeah. I mean, that's something what, now we'll never know, right, because we're, yeah. we're not in those meetings with the coaches. We don't see what they see on film um, as far as how they're coaching it. And so, you know, you wonder about that, but then you do see the, the more opportunities. You know, Mark Robinson is in there more. DeMonte Casey is in there more. Yes. You know, there is Trey Norwood in there more. And so you wonder if it's because of that, that you're seeing some other things and you're not seeing that additional jump by miles, or if it's just young guys have popped so much that they can't be denied playing time. That's true. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like you wish you could sit in on the meetings and, Listen to some of the commentary, you know, with the coaches. Oh, boy. It, yeah. Who, who you tell them? <laughs> yeah. Especially at offensive line meeting. Anyways. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. I digress. No, no, I'm no, sorry. No. no, we're not opening that back. We're not opening that back. <laughs> we're, we're hey, you time. know we got to talk about Not now, but we're going to bring not it now. up in the next segment. We will. Oh, we'll bring it up in the <laughs> yes. next segment because we have to We have to talk about our, our brethren of the, of, the, uh, of, the, of the hoof, you know. Talk yes. about the fact of what's going on there. But just finishing up with this, this nickel is very interesting because the whole scenario that's kind of been unleashed, it started with Mike Hilton, you know, and I thought Mike Hilton yeah. was just such a neat thing because he he was so blitz capable. And one of the things he had was, was that knack of showing up in the backfield when he was blitz heavy. And I remember Terrell Edmonds said they, they – say he's got a cloaking device that he was he'd be like being visible and suddenly you know he, he finds his way into the backfield and certainly you know for for the Steelers he was such a valued guy but you didn't really understand really that you know this was this was an area of specialization that that was about to grow well exactly you, you know it's funny when you're at the ground floor right you don't know what the future can be mm -hmm. for certain things because you know i was out here in arizona at that time and dayon buchanan was a guy that was they drafted him in the first round too to play this hybridized nickel type player mm -hmm. and you know and and he was a guy they called him the dollar backer right because it was a sub front that was made to look like base personnel when he was in there and so now you kind of see, you see that version of it where it's fake the base to really be in sub, 
And then you see Mike Hilton who comes in, and it is sub, but he plays like bass. Yeah. And so you get so it's the different ways that they got to it. And then now we get to this point in the evolution where it's kind of expected or now the new evolution. Let's just have three safeties out there. Let's not try and mask it. We got three safeties. And then once the play starts to unfold, guys start to move. Then we drop into what we wanted to do. And that's what the NFL is always about. It's always evolving the base concepts, because at the end of the day, you still got to have 11 guys on each side of the ball. How you divvy up that personnel grouping is up to you, but the same principles apply. You've got to have 11 guys when you snap the ball. How you figure out what 11 deserve to be out there, that's up to you. But the current iteration we're seeing is that we need bigger, faster guys that can run and pass in a lot of those situations, or if you're going to specialize within that, be the best that's ever done it. (laughs) So it's undeniable. Um, but it, but it is still a progress that we're, that we're seeing because guys are playing those tweeting roles. You know, another guy, you know, because I cover the Cardinals, that's the best, I guess, correlation I have. And of course that's where your brother is. Wolf. <laughs> Actually he's in Nashville right now. True practices. But you know, Isaiah Simmons was a guy who came out of Clemson and people really didn't know what to put him at because this dude played linebacker. He played safety. He played DB. And it was it was like, well, where are we going to figure him out? And now he's an in-the-box in linebacker. They had to cut down his specialization, but he gives more space and latitude. And I think that's what we're trying to figure out here. You know, is is it Miles Killebrew? Is it DeMonte Casey? Is it Trey Norwood? Is it Arthur Millette? Right? In those situations, how do we figure out that 11th guy in any given scheme to be that difference maker, that X factor within the defensive structure? <laughs> nicely done all right we're gonna go to break when we come back max and i are gonna take you inside the offensive meeting room when things aren't going well what it's like to sit there and be force fed a not so pleasant game not so pleasant experience we'll be back after this wolf starts in the ninjas steelers nation radio a lot of the steelers. Steelers. steelers we are always talking black and gold on snr this is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. So the timeline goes something like this. You come home late on a Sunday night, maybe it's Monday night, and it's now Tuesday morning or Monday morning after a long flight back from some uh, opponent's stadium somewhere where you just had your keister kind of kicked. Right, so you come back, kind of got the the old tail between your legs. You come home and you see your favorite comfort food. If it's lasagna, you know, or some sort of crab and red dip, you know, it's it's just sitting there. It's you know early morning a.m. and you know your wife has seen. Yeah, it was a bad day. You played bad. You know whatever. And so the comfort food is out. That's your first sign that things are going to be bad the next day when you go to watching the film. And then you have a sleepless night, Max. You know that. You toss, you turn. You're playing that endless reel in your head of all the bad plays that you had. Then you go into the meeting room, and everyone's got the low murmur, and nobody's talking loud because it's it's obvious everybody got everybody's got a hand in the loss. But you're sitting there, and then coach comes in, and he and he uh, quickly addresses a very tense group, you know, and the the, the air is kind of thick with tension and everything. And then you have the the great the late great Mike Webster 
leans over and he says, all right, man, it's time for the rat killing <laughs> as we head into the meeting room. And you know what it's like, Max. Tell me what it's oh, like. Oh, well, first of all, you want to make sure you wear extra padding in the seat of your pants <laughs> because as your butt yes. gets chewed, you will start to slide because there's nothing keeping you up out of that moment, and you could possibly slide to the floor if you don't wear the extra padding. That's the first thing you have to do. Second thing you need to do, wear your mouth guard in the meeting because that play is going to come up, and you're going to sit there, and you're just going to grit your teeth. You're just going to get, oh, God, don't let it go. You start talking through your teeth, and you realize you're grinding down your teeth, and you need those for the rest of your life because you only have two sets you get. Uh, right. And so, you know, so that's, that's the next thing. And then the third thing is, the third thing you must have yes. is blinders. Yeah. You must put blinders on the side of each side of your temples that oh, extend yes. out at least about five inches. You know, almost like almost like a like a like a workhorse, right? Like a quarter right. horse, and, and because the second you start looking to your left or right, and people are putting eyeballs on you, that's when you start to shrink. <laughs> it's amazing. So all these big human beings sitting in one oh. room with one coach sitting there, and he starts to you know lay down the law and and everything, and everybody gets smaller in the room. Oh, absolutely! And you could hear you could hear a pin drop. <laughs> Especially when it's your play. You don't hear anything else. Some guys might be joking in the back. I doubt it no. in that moment, especially when it's a loss. But right. you can hear a pin drop every single play. And here's the one thing. So for Coach Tomlin, Coach Tomlin puts a highlight reel up for yes. the whole game of the worst plays. He calls it the so, news, right? Yeah, he calls it the news. He reports the news. He's like, <laughs> I don't make it up. I just report it. And, boy, if you end up on, 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 that, on that top ten – it is an is an especially oh. especially cold day. You know what? In fact, wear yeah. a heavy jacket in there. Good point. Because it's gonna you're you're gonna get iced out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh. one time I was sitting in the in the uh, in the meeting room when we were having special teams, right? And we were going over the special yeah. teams. Uh, we were actually the punt team. We had played Minnesota. And I was kind of anxious. I thought, oh, man, I'd had some good hits on the punt team and, and this and that and the punt return. And so I was kind of sitting there. And then we're watching, on, and, and it's in the room with everybody, and it's dark. And Chuck is running the projector because we had projectors back in the day, you know. just that, 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 16 millimeter yep, film, baby. There you go, baby. <laughs> so as I'm sitting there, and our, our punt return was, was lousy. Guy, Somebody was hitting the guy the whole time. Well, over and over, it's my guy. I got the count wrong. <laughs> no, I I, oh, I I flunked math twice. Okay, so instead of uh, R three, I was picking up R two, and I was beating the snot out of R two. But the problem was, he wasn't my guy. Oh, <laughs> and my guy you, you, is going down you and were making being the- a bully. You're being a bully. <laughs> You're pit, you're picking on someone, Wolf. How oh. dare you, <laughs> Max? It was so bad. Chuck stops oh. the projector, and it's it's as dark as night in there. You know how it is, and it's kind of yeah. like you're just chilled to the bone because you the tension is so thick. And Chuck says to me, Wolfley, what do you what do you do during the special teams meeting? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm sweating like crazy you know you just you want to disappear you wish you could just disappear somewhere and i yeah, yeah. i know i stammered out some stupid answer but it's there's nothing that you can say it's just you know and he just yeah. then he goes pay attention he turns the projector back on 
Oh, was that terrible? Oh. I just see you back there. I, 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 I run to the ball. I run to the ball. <laughs> to the ball, that, I run. That, 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 is, that, that is the job, right? <laughs> oh, you, you want to talk about bad. You talk about, oh. oh, man. That's where you have to pull out, like, like, I don't speak this language. Like, English is not my first language. Like, that, that has to be, like, a default to that. Uh, no comprende. I, 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 I don't know what you're saying. Oh, my goodness. I, but yeah, no. You know how it is. You play that bad game, yeah. and it just oh. it makes your world horrible. I mean, and, and I understand. Compounds. And, and here's the it thing. We, oh. You know what it's like uh, when Mike Tomlin talks about, you know, the news, and he puts you on the news, and Kendrick Green talked about it, and obviously he made the news real, which was not a good thing. But, you know, no. the fact of the matter is you got to rebound from it and you've got to use that motivation to write things as the fuel when you practice. The very next practice, you got to use that as a motivation to rebound. Because let's face it, you can't last long in the NFL without getting your butt waxed at some point in time. And it's how you rebound from that that tells you whether or not you're going to make a, a living at, at, at out of playing ball. Well, and, and one of the biggest ones, you know, I remember. So there was, there was, <laughs> I hate to say it, <laughs> it was always one time a year. Oh, yeah. There was always one game, one play that I knew was going to be shown at some point. Like, throughout the, it didn't matter. It didn't matter <laughs> it's like the how play. great of a season I had. Yep. How great a season I had. There was going to be one time. Where I was going to miss the slot blitz, mm-hmm. it just it was it was inevitable, and I'll never forget playing Kansas City. I'm I'm focused in on Tom Bahali, right? Yes, and 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 I'm like, man, I, I cannot let me and Tomba had some epic battles, right? And he was one of the tougher guys I went against. I mean, he's not he would be top three of the toughest guys I, I went against um, over my career, like, consistently. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, the one-offs or, or the two times right. I went against, like, DeMarcus Ware or something. So I knew that I knew that there was going to be that moment. And and I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I've had a good year. Okay, I'm, you know, I'm picking up everything. And then I got locked in in this Kansas City game. And I missed the slot blitz off the edge. <laughs> man. And, and as soon as I turned around and saw Ben on the ground, oh, I was no. like, Monday, Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come. You know it. It's coming. I mean, good thing is we still won the game, but I knew I was gonna be on the news highlights, right? <laughs> I knew I was gonna be on the newsreel, and so I'll never forget. I go into meetings on Monday. Everybody's happy because we won, right? And it was it was a good game. Um, I think it was. I think it was actually the one when Tyler Palco was actually starting quarterback out there in Kansas City. <laughs> Uh, but I come to the meeting and I'm I, I'm I'm like the Walking Dead, right? I'm right. like I'm trudging my feet. I'm in, I'm in the cattle call line to go, to to fill into the room. But I'm like one of the, the couple of the last people. Like I'm like I'm not walking and sitting in here early. I don't want Mike T identifying me too soon. Let me try and yeah, I know at six foot eight, try and blend in, right? <laughs> so you kind of lurch your shoulders over, kind of have your hoodie on, and just kind of look at the ground and kind of walk, go go you know go sit down. And I always sit on the far side of the room. So we kind of enter into the room from, if you're the from the left, I always like to sit to the far right side, kind of about midway back. So I'm blended in with the guys along the seats along the edge. <laughs> and so my head's down. 
and, and Coach is I talking. So, I so know yeah. this feeling that you're about Yeah, exactly. You, you know exactly. See, yeah. I'm trying to transport you back, and I'm sitting there, and Coach is going through, you know, Coach is going through, obviously, the game results, obviously, we're, you know, going through our bullet points of things that lead to a victory, right? And so talking through, oh, we did, 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 did. And then, and, then, and then it came to quarterback hits, and I was like, oh, okay. He's like, well, let's go to the news. The very first play is me, Wolf. And I'm sitting there. I'm engaged. He says, Max, where is Mayhan pointing? I'm like, he's, he's, the, the mic is over to the right. So you, have, so, so you and Chris have the sift on the backside. Yeah, yes, yes, we do. <laughs> Let's watch the film. <laughs> He's like, and and I am locking the gate. You can't curl Chris, up enough, can you? I can't curl up. And Chris <laughs> is like trying to force off of me, but I don't feel in the moment because it's Tom Bahali. I'm like, no, I got this guy. I've got him locked up. And Chris is like, you can see Chris kind of nudging. Like he didn't want to do because we had a duel. For that, right. where, you know, you duel. The, the 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 box backer to the outside guy. Right. He called fan because the box backer is walked back deep, so he's got a fan. He's like, I don't have to worry about this guy. I'm like, no, I got I got Tom Bahali. I don't have anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched Ben get hit, and then he like rewinds it like right before impact a couple right. of times, so you see right. Ben's head going like a bobblehead. <laughs> and right. And then after he plays, he just looks at me. He tur- he stops the film, turns the lights up. Is that your one? And I'm like, yes, sir, it is. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to answer? No, I, I got was the a size of Ant Man in, in that moment. Oh, my gosh. Now, it might happen again, coach. I don't know. I don't know. It's a mixed bag. Forrest Gump method, right? Life's a box of chocolates. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it. You know, we used to have a saying winning covers up for a lot of sins. And it's true. It does. You know what I mean? When you win, but when you lose, and then when you lose badly. <laughs> And, oh gosh. and you played badly and this what is... happens in the dark will come into the light <laughs> yes <laughs> and that was a night game <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> oh god if, if folks could could actually spend you know 10 minutes in a, in, a, in a position room when things go bad and then you've got to face the music with your coach and oh. sometimes Chuck would come in and sit with the offensive line, even though Ron Blackledge, our the big Kahuna as we called him back in the day, was our line coach. He'd come in, you know, and he'd make some comments, and you could see the tension in in the big Kahuna, <laughs> and you could oh, feel it with, with Chuck sitting there. It was just like, I was almost like Darth Vader in the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> was... Oh yeah, just just, just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just like you. <laughs> Like, like, you're not my father. You're not my father. You're not Anakin. You're, you're Darth Vader. Don't look at me. Don't, look Don't you at me. look at me. Oh, my heavens. Oh, we got oh. we to go to break. But I got to tell you, that's what it's like, folks. You can't even begin. To, when, yeah, yeah. Darth Vader was the perfect way to sum it up at the end. Everybody yes, breathes heavy now. All right. <laughs> yeah. We're going to break. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, Steelers Nation Radio. This is Black and Gold Fan Heaven. Listen to this crowd. SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio.
All right, so you know what it's like in a in the meeting room <laughs> when things go kaflooey. And obviously, one of the great concerns for the Steelers is the offensive line, which by the way, I got to tell you, you got the, the material is there. The raw material is there. There's no doubt in my mind. You're going to we're going to have bounce back and these guys are going to grow and they're going to grow as a unit. It I have seen this happen too many times as a player and in my broadcasting career. Uh, to to think that all is lost or anything like that. But, Max, the mindset now for these guys has got to be a little bit different than it's been the last couple weeks. How so? Well, I think one of the biggest things is you're only as good as your last performance. So if you're an individual that did not have a great game the week before, you're looking for that next game. You're looking for that next opportunity to step out on the field and exact revenge and right the wrongs of the past, right? You yes. know, it's like a revenge tour when you step on that field. A ballistic revenge tour, yes. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's like, listen, just just mass destruction and carnage is, is what's in your mind that entire week. You're fueled with all you see is like atomic bomb explosions like all around <laughs> you, right? You see that mushroom yes. cloud and you're just thinking of the defender as just a guy that you just can't wait to annihilate like, like a cruise missile. I mean, that's <laughs> what you're thinking. And the whole week, <clears throat> you know, you, you kind of go into the silo, right? Yes. You kind of go into the space where I can't read the media. I can't look at social media. I can't listen to TV. Everything is bad, right? The sky is falling. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, except for the meatballs <laughs> are rocks. You know, you're, you're looking around yes. and you're just saying, I am going to dive into this book which is a playbook, I'm going to understand this concept. I'm going to get it right. I'm going to spend the extra time. I need to talk to my buddies, whoever's playing next to me. I don't want to hear the excuse. They're rotating guys or whatever. Else. No, it's whoever's there. That's the guy that I'm working with. I need to, and if I have to work with multiple guys, guess what? I take the extra time to work with the multiple guys. doesn't matter at this point because guess what? What I put out there was a flaming hot turd, okay, yeah. last week. <laughs> That's sitting sitting true. on the porch, and I didn't have I didn't have I didn't have steel toe boots on when I when I right. stopped it out. Okay, right. that's what it is. So you have to come in with this mindset. It's not necessarily me against the world, but it's I need to protect me. I need to fortify my fortress, which is which is my own personal space. Right. I need to make myself that individual that is a rock on this team. I need to be. We talked about this th- throughout the week last week and before that. I need to show how I'm an asset, not a liability. You're right. There is the raw materials there. But just because I have a bunch of logs sitting in in, in a group together doesn't mean it's a cabin, right? Right. (laughs) You still got to put in the work to build said cabin. And that's what they have. You got a hammer. You got some nails. Make sure you have more hammers than nails, right? You always want to be the hammer, not the nail. But you need those to put them together to put yourself in a position where you're starting to build Something quality, something solid, something that's going to carry you through the season. And they got to put it on tape. And you have to have that confidence before you go into the regular season because you are a new unit. And that's exactly what's going to happen is you're going to have some guys emerge as the leaders in that room, and they're going to start drawing guys together. And you're going to start to have that sort of dependency that you need one on the other it's it will come together but again it's it's and it's also a mindset you got to be careful you can't go back with your ears you know the smoke coming out your ears so much so that you're not playing under control 
You can't, you know, a defensive guy, you're a defensive guy. You, you, you can get away with a lot more of, you know, like just letting it rip. You know what I mean? Than an offensive line. Absolutely. You know, you've got to maintain that composure inside and outside and make sure you're doing the right things, responding to the calls, making sure that you're, you know, blocking to the, the, the whistle and, the, and so forth, all those things. But, you know, you have to do it under control. You can't just cut it loose and uh, the heck with it. You know what I mean? We say controlled aggression. Yeah. That's the epitome of offensive line play. I have to be able to be that spring under tension, right? I have to be able to hold it in, but then as soon as that quarterback says hut, as soon as that ball moves between the center's legs, I have to be an absolute bomb. I have to be an explosion, and that's what you're, that's what you're building. That's what you keep – twisting the spring back even when you feel like it can you're you're forcing it as you're turning it because that's what game day needs to be you need to be have a buildup of that aggression you know I remember I so I used to write in my notebook wolf I used to mm-hmm. write down everything that was said every missed assignment and every me and I would just read it over and over again from that game to right. get me even more pissed off before the game <laughs> Right. So yeah. that I knew to that I, that tension was all the way place. there. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yeah. that tension is there and set. So when I come out for that first play, shoot your shot. <laughs> yeah. Here it goes. You know, yeah. now we can we can go to a whole whole nother thing where uh you know what we didn't even want to do that. You know, when no. things go downhill from there. But the, the dark heart. Yes, exactly. As my <laughs> offensive line coach, the, the you know Ron Blackledge, the big Kahuna's, we used to call him. He used to say, "Offensive lineman, you got to be cool in the head, but hot in the heart," and that's the way it goes. Absolutely. All right, Max. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, brother. We'll we'll hook back yeah. up tomorrow morning, man. And of course, to all Steelers Nation, thanks for joining us. Max and I will be back tomorrow. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, Steelers Nation Radio. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.